Letter Three of Pamela, Volume Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Pamela, Volume Two by Samuel Richardson. Letter Three. My dear father and mother, I have showed your letter to my beloved. Don't be uneasy that I have, for you need not be ashamed of it, since it is my pride to have such honest and grateful parents. And I'll tell you what he said to it, as the best argument I can use, why you should not be uneasy, but enjoy without pain or anxiety all the benefits of your happy lot. Dear good souls, said he, now everything they say and write manifests the worthiness of their hearts. No wonder, Pamela, you love and revere such honest minds, for that you would do, were they not your parents. And tell them that I am so far from having them believe what I have done for them were only from my affection for their daughter, and let them find out another couple as worthy as they are, and I will do as much for them. I would not place them, he continued, in the same country, because I would wish two counties to be blessed for their sakes. Tell them, my dear, that they have a right to what they enjoy on the foot of their own proper merit, and bid them enjoy it at their patrimony. And if anything arise that is more than they themselves can wish for in their way of life, let them look among their own relations, where it may be acceptable, and communicate to them the like solid reasons for rejoicing in the situation they are pleased with and do you my dear still farther enable them as you shall judge proper to gratify their enlarged hearts for fear they should deny any comfort to themselves in order to do good to others i could only fly to his generous bosom for this is a subject which most affects me and with my eyes swimming in tears of grateful joy and which overflowed as soon as my bold lips touched his dear face, bless God, and bless him, with my whole heart, for speak I could not, but almost choked with my joy, sobbed to him my grateful acknowledgments, he clasped me in his arms and said, How, my dearest, do you overpay me for the little I have done for your parents? If it be thus to be blessed for conferring benefits so insignificant to a man of my fortune, what joys is it not in the power of rich men to give themselves whenever they please? Foretastes indeed of those we are bid to hope for, which can surely only exceed these, as then we shall be all intellect and better fitted to receive them. "'Tis too much, too much,' said I, in broken accents, how am I oppressed with the pleasure you give me? O oh, sir, bless me more gradually and more cautiously, for I cannot bear it. And indeed my heart went flutter, flutter, flutter at his dear breast, as if it wanted to break its too narrow prison, to mingle still more intimately with his own. Surely, my beloved parents, nobody's happiness is so great as mine." If it proceeds thus from degree to degree, and is to be augmented by the charming hope that the dear second author of our blessings be the uniformly good as well as the partially kind man to us, 
what a felicity will this be and if our prayer shall be heard and we shall have the pleasure to think that his advances in piety are owing not a little to them and to the example god shall give us grace to set then indeed may we take the pride to think we have repaid his goodness to us and that we have satisfied the debt which nothing less can discharge forgive me my worthy parents if my style on this subject be raised above the natural simplicity more suited to my humble talents but how can i help it for when the mind is elevated ought not the sense we have of our happiness to make our expressions soar equally can the affections be so highly raised as mine on these occasions and the thoughts creep grovelling like one's ordinary self no indeed call not this therefore the gift of utterance if it should appear to you in a better light than it deserves it is the gift of gratitude a gift which makes you and me to speak and write as i hope it will make us act above ourselves thus will our gratitude be the inspirer of joy to our common benefactor and his joy will heighten our gratitude and so we shall proceed as cause and effect to each other's happiness to bless the dear man who blesses us and will it be right then to say you are uneasy under such at least as to your wills returned and discharged obligations god almighty requires only a thankful heart for all the mercies he heaps upon the children of men my dear mr b who in these particulars imitates divinity desires no more you have this thankful heart and that to such a high degree of gratitude that nobody can exceed you but yet when your worthy minds would be too much affected with your gratitude so as to lay under the restraints you mention to the dear gentleman and for his sake to your dependent daughter let me humbly advise you with more particular more abstracted aspirations than at other times to raise your thoughts upwards and consider who it is that gives him the opportunity and pray for him and for me for him that all his future actions may be of a peace with his noble disposition of mind for me that i may continue humble and consider myself blessed for your sakes and in order that i may be in some sort a rewarder in the hands of providence of this its dear excellent agent and then we shall look forward all of us with pleasure indeed to that state where there is no distinction of degree and where the humble cottager shall be upon a par with the proudest monarch oh my dear parents how can you as in your postscript say may we not be favoured now and then with a letter call me your daughter your pamela i am no lady to you i have more pleasure to be called your comfort and thought to act worthy of the sentiments with which your example and instructions have inspired me than in any other thing in this life my determined duty to our common benefactor the best of gentlemen and husbands accepted god has blessed me for your sakes and has thus answered for me all your prayers nay more than answered all you or i could have wished or hoped for we only prayed only hoped that god would preserve you honest and me virtuous and oh see my excellent parents 
how we are crowned with blessings upon blessings till we are the talk of all that know us hence my dear parents i mean from the delight i have in writing to you which transports me far above my own sphere you'll see that i must write and cannot help it if i would and will it be a great joy to you and is there anything that can add to your joy think you in the power of your pamela that she would not do oh that the lives and healths of my dearest mr b and you my parents may be continued to me and who can then be so blessed as your pamela i will write depend on it in every occasion and you augment my joys to think it is in my power to add to your comforts nor can you conceive my pleasure in hoping that this your new happy lot may by relieving you from corroding care and the too wearying effects of hard labor add in these your advanced years to both your days for so happy am i i can have no grief no pain in looking forward but from reflecting that one day we must be separated but it is fit that we so comport ourselves as not to embitter our present happiness with prospects too gloomy but bring our minds to be cheerfully thankful for the present wisely to enjoy that present as we go along and at last when all is to be wound up lie down and say not mine but thy will be done i have written much yet have still more to say relating to other parts of your kind acceptable letter and so will soon write again for i must think every opportunity happy whereby i can assure you how much i am and will ever be without any addition to my name if it will make you easier you dutiful pamela End of letter three